the Prime Minister Christopher Luxon's with us. Very good morning to you. Morning, Mike. How are you? Very well indeed. What's your summation of yesterday in particular and the last couple of days up north in general? Well, look, I mean, behind the scenes, there's been some really good conversation about how the hell do we get things moving up the north. And we had some really good conversations on housing, which is a challenge. We had some good challenges around uh, water storage and dams that have been built up there. They'll actually make land more productive. And so there were some pretty inspiring uh, conversations, actually, problems that you saw up front uh, and then potential solutions, which was really good. When you asked a couple of days ago, why aren't there kids in school? What answer did you get? Well, yeah, that was one of the things I was trying to make a point of, which is that we need to work together, whether it's iwi, whether it's parents, it's government, teachers, principals, schools, uh, to actually get our kids back into school. Um, when you've got 55% of them not there, it's not good enough. Those are the conversations I've been having with iwi leaders, and actually, there's actually been good engagement. You know, they want to talk about those things. They want to work with us together on those things. Um, and the same on health and housing and education. Um, it's been good. Were you, not specifically you, but were Peters and Seymour badly treated in terms of behaviour or not? Look, I think in the end, Mike, I mean, I came away last night reflecting on it going, well, actually, which other country on earth do you get everyone coming along with their strongly held views and differences of opinion, actually showing up in one place on one day, having an aeration of it all, uh, and actually because they're actually all committed to sort of advancing New Zealand. We know we disagree strongly about actually how to, to go about delivering those outcomes, but man, that wouldn't happen in any other country. So, look, I think, by and large, it was pretty respectful, and I think Napui did a pretty good job of managing it all. So what I've got from the media so far is you copied your speech, you left early, <laughs> and you didn't want to ask any questions. Are we poorly served by media coverage? Because what you've explained so far, I have not seen covered. Look, we spent, we took the biggest ministerial contingent up there on Friday to meet with the iwi leaders. We had some pretty, you know, direct, upfront conversation challenge going both ways, but very constructive we then went off and looked. I looked at two housing projects because we've got third world housing in a first world country up there. Um, I went and looked at these incredible uh, three dams that have been created in three years because of fast track provisions. Um, we had all our ministers there over the weekend looking at other projects up right up to the very north, down to the Hokianga. Um, we obviously had the Monday um, going on the pie pie and um, the speeches, and yesterday was the day. So, you know, we were there a lot. We had lots of you know meetings with Napui with different iwi leaders. Um, I've been doing that over the course of the last twelve months. Um, you know, and I just I, it's a shame because you know one of the great things, Mike, was there was a housing expo there. Well, of course, we want to extend the actual secondary dwelling up to sixty square meters. Well, that solves a lot of uh, issues for Maori land and Maori housing mm. uh, challenges. And of course, iwi and government can work together on that. And so that's what we're talking about is. To be honest, that you know, yes, the treaty principles bills out there. Yes, it's got, got some tension. But to be honest, you can talk about the constitutional issues all day long, uh, or you can get on and actually get things done. And actually, they want to move on and get things done too. Okay, other issues then. In that case, uh, lack of capital gains tax is part of a structural issue that should be addressed. This is Treasury advice to you. They gave you apparently yeah. a slide pack. This must have been gripping. Are you still ruling out a capital <laughs> gains tax? Yeah, absolutely. We're not doing that. Um, but what we are is obvious to us is that we've had a government that's had a huge amount of wasteful spending and non-delivery, uh, and the outlook economically is, and fiscally is pretty challenging. And that's why we're, you know, getting that Reserve Bank focus on on inflation. That's why we're getting ministry regulation in place and going after costs um, for businesses. And importantly, we've just got to get back this culture of fiscal discipline in the public service. Okay, immigration. Uh, just as this day, we're talking about the two hundred plus employers who are having their licenses suspended because they're dodging the system and bringing people into the country. Do we have an issue? And if we are, what are we doing about it? Yeah, look, I mean, Erica Stamper's working quite hard on sort of a lot around worker exploitation uh, to make sure the processes are being followed. I think what's happened here, to be honest, Mike, is the previous government 
shut the joint down like never before and then under pressure sort of opened it up and actually didn't put the checks and balances around uh, that, that rapid growth uh, in numbers. Certainly there's been a need for catch-up post-COVID uh, and there's worker shortages. But we are going to have to come back and make sure that net migration, frankly, is linked up to our infrastructure investment and development uh, and uh, we're getting the right people for the right jobs and the vacancies that we've got. So um, I know Erica Stanford's working quite hard on that and, we've, and she's going to be coming forward to Cabinet with some thinking around that uh, very shortly. Do we have some processing problems still? I'm reading over the holidays, aviation in particular, it takes so yep. long to get the paperwork done. These people don't come to the country. They pick other countries to go to. What are we doing about that? Yeah, yep. that is a big problem. Um, we have processing problems on the immigration front. Frankly, we have processing bureaucracy problems across the whole of government, uh, if I'm really honest with you. So um, that's why we want to get this culture of uh, can-do back in place. Um, we need people to do the checks and balances, follow a good, clean process, but not just bureaucracy where things you know muck around and just sit out there. But you're right, we're missing out on talent. I think we're missing out on um, some very skilled uh, tradespeople that are often saying, I can't be bothered mucking around waiting for New Zealand to make a decision. I'll head to Australia or Canada. The Peters Collins meeting last week, did we get up the nose of the Chinese badly? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, we've been pretty consistent publicly and privately in our position. Um, uh, I thought it was a very good statement, and I think it was really good. You know, as you're seeing, we're getting out of the world. Winston Peters has been out. He's travelling again now to Cook Island, Samoa, Tonga. Um, Judith Collins has been meeting with her Defence Minister's counterparts. I think we haven't been as engaged and as externally oriented and, and in the conversations as much as we should have been. Um, so, no, that statement I support completely. We have differences with China, uh, and as we do with other partners, and we will raise those publicly, privately, consistently, predictably. Their, their embassy said they strongly deplore and firmly oppose it. This was the statement around the Uyghurs and AUKUS and Hong Kong and the whole thing. Is that just for appearances' sake? Well, we've said those same things before. We've faced those issues uh, publicly uh, in previous um, declarations and statements as well, and we'll continue to do so. Pillar 2, are we any closer on this with AUKUS out of that meeting last week? Uh, no, it's basically what it is, Mike, is you know, there's some thinking around you know, what are the new defence capabilities that are going to be needed, what are the new te- deployment of new technologies, whether it's cyber warfare, uh, artificial intelligence, um, you know, surveillance, uh, undersea surveillance, uh, those sorts of things are what's been discussed in the frame. But at this point, I think it will take a good year uh, for that to emerge amongst the AUKUS partners as to what is in and out of Pillar 2. Uh, and, and more importantly then for us to consider, well, what could we get involved with um, and what do we have capability around that that could actually help the. But help broadly our, speaking, are we alliance. keen in theory? Yeah, we're open to. We're, we're very much actively exploring it um, because I think you know we've, we've, we're a country that stands up for our values. We will have an independent foreign policy, no doubt about it. 195 other countries have independent foreign policies too, uh, but we need to back up our values with um, commitments, and that's what we are wanting to make sure we do. So India. From the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade, once again a cabinet paper to you, they've outlined how big India is, how big India could be, how many people come here to this particular part of the world. Uh, It's not impossible a free trade deal. Do you think you will have one done by the end of your first term? Yeah, that's our goal because, um, you know, as I've said to you before, India's interesting. The Brits, the Canadians, the Europeans, the Australians have done what's called early harvest free trade agreements. We haven't. We haven't been circulating or building rapport and relationship with the Indians. Um, you know, you notice that Todd McClay's first visit before uh, Christmas was to India and Singapore. Uh, and I'm very determined to build the relationship um, with the Indian government. They're going through an election process in April. I hope to get up there very quickly after that, uh, take a delegation. And I want New Zealanders and New Zealand businesses to understand the opportunity that's there. I've visited there many times in my previous life. 
Uh, it's a fantastic country. There's huge opportunity for us, and we need to diversify our trade and build trade across as many countries as we can. So I think the first step is we've got to build those relationships, and then from there comes the transactional conversations around uh, trade agreements from there. Right. Today's unemployment figure, uh, they yeah. say 4.3 or thereabouts. It'll be it'll go to 5+. plus. How much trouble have we mm-hmm. gotten in the economy, and, and what, if anything, can you materially do to an economy that yep. seemingly is going backwards, people losing their jobs, and we got no money, or less than no money. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of want everyone to understand just the basic economics, which is that if you have an 84% increase in government spending, you end up with domestic inflation. That leads to higher interest rates. That slows economic growth, and that what creates unemployment. And that's why you've got to get back to the root cause of the problem, which is, firstly, this culture of fiscal discipline and government waste and spending. Secondly, you've got to get the Reserve Bank focused on inflation, which we passed the legislation before Christmas. And thirdly, you've got to get the costs for businesses down by getting rid of the red tape and the regulation. Now, when you do that, um, we actually will lower our inflation, we'll get our interest rates down, we get the economy growing again and unemployment, uh, you know, we get, get rising employment. So, you know, but that's the reality of it. And, you know, you and I have talked about it, you've advocated strongly for it over two years. If you don't fix fiscal spending, um, you end up with all these slow on effects of, of what's happened under the previous administration. So we are working really hard to get to the root cause of inflation. If we can do that, that will actually help us on the unemployment front. But Yep, the outlook, um, if I remember correctly, is you know unemployment heading up into the fives, and um, but we get to, that's a forecast, but we get to make take action to change that as best we can. Appreciate your time, Prime Minister Christopher Luxon, back Tuesday next week. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from six a.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.